How important is tradition to you? I think probably depending on who you are and which where you came from, you may have a different answer to that. But her partner is refusing to do this one traditional thing when it comes to the wedding. And she's like, is this going to be a red flag? Like, if he's not willing to bend over this, is this going to be a red flag later on down this, you know, down the line? And we'll discuss it. And you can give your opinion today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer. And I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, this is a podcast, if you're brand new, that's based on three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I'm going to start a new segment on the podcast called, this is, wait, so this is, in parentheses, almost 40. Okay, so this is <laughs> oh, almost 40. Uh, I'm just realizing as I'm getting older, there are certain things that happen that are um, unfortunate. Hmm. And I'm assuming that this is what it's like now. This is just what my, my life is going to become now that I'm a near 40-year-old person. Uh-huh. But I thought I would run these by you and see if you uh, if you agree. We can kind of keep this an ongoing segment called this. So this is almost 40. It's a working title. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> First things first. I have screwed up my knee and you probably would assume that I did this because I'm a, you know, an avid runner. I run three, four times a week. Right. So, Mm. uh, well, that's, that was an exaggeration. I run max three times a week, Mm -hmm. sometimes two. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, you would assume that like, you know, as, as someone that's a athlete Mm -hmm. like that, uh, would probably do something, maybe, you know, doing that or I don't know, uh, some kind of extreme workout. Why is it now that I, the only time I really hurt myself is when I just do normal people stuff, like just normal activities. Uh huh. Today I was walking into the bathroom and this is at work and mm-hmm. right after the show, I go and I open the door and like, I don't even know. I don't know. I like stepped a smidge weird, like the smidgiest <laughs> weirdness ever. Uh huh. And something like all of a sudden my knee is like, I'm like, What? Like I, I'm just, I was walking straight. I, I kind of know You know what it was? I, I'm trying to remember the exact motion I did. I was turning. So just imagine I'm at the sink in the bathroom, right? Uh-huh. And behind me is the trash can and like uh-huh. where the paper towels are. So I'm just, I'm literally doing that pivot from like one side to the other. And oh, for yeah. some reason, when I stepped to do that pivot, my knee did not like that action anymore. Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, now I have been in this weird uh, pain sequence for, hmm. <laughs> the second half of the day. Oh, not ouch. not because of anything extreme. Just literally turning to uh, ouch to use uh use the 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 sink and the paper towels. Hmm. I'll chalk that up to almost being forty. <laughs> Here's another one that happened this week that I realized that like this can be detrimental as you get older, and that is the taking of supplements. Okay, uh-huh. if you don't t- like y'all think about back in the day. Most of us, and some of y'all can still do this. And I think as I'm getting closer to 40, I just, this is like a, something I've got to really be cognizant of. I just can't be willy nilly with my body anymore. No. You know, like uh-uh. before you could like wake up, drink six monster energies, um, <laughs> you know, like go about go, your day and then go to bed. Go to, yeah. And then drink three more before bed and uh-huh. then <laughs> fall asleep, get a, a perfect eight hours of sleep. You wake up and you're doing fine. Uh, that is not the case 
mm-hmm. anymore. Now, even the simplest thing is vitamins at the wrong time oh, can really yeah. F up my day. Mm-hmm. So, and my second installment today of, so this is almost 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was, it was, it was two nights ago. I'm, my sleep sucks and mm-hmm. I, Wanted to, I've been trying to figure out melatonin, like mm-hmm. how, like when, like when to take it. Y'all, I usually take my melatonin at eight o'clock, like religiously only because my, my day is so regimented. It has to stay so on schedule. So not like I, I don't mean to take it at eight o'clock. I don't set an alarm or anything. It's just usually by the time I've done with dinner, take Kiki out. It's, it's right at eight o'clock. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. On Tuesday night, it was about 8.40 because I was running late that day. Mm-hmm. That wrecked me. Oh, no. That wrecked me the next day. My my body did not understand why in the <laughs> world we would even go to sleep 40 minutes late. Like, wrecked me for Wednesday. Oh. I don't think I came out of like that. You know that feeling of any type of sleep aid? Oh, I you know hate that, like that. That, that, that like haze that you're uh-huh. in. I don't think I came oh. out of that till like 10 a.m. the next day. Oh, I'm over geez. here doing a rich, by the way, terrible for a radio show because you're just like, oh God, please don't say anything bad. 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 And uh, yeah, I realized, and mom, it's funny because I, this must be a thing because, you know, we, we talk about AG1 on the podcast and my mom took it like at lunchtime. Instead right. of breakfast time. And then she, right. it, it gave her so much energy that like, she just didn't, she was able to fall asleep. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's wired. I think that as you get older, this is what I'm starting to dissect that like, you can't get out of your, don't you dare start messing with any type of supplementation mm-hmm. at the wrong time. Cause it will mm-hmm. F you up mm-hmm. and you will be in trouble for that next day. So this is my, my first installment of, <laughs> A new segment that we call, so this is almost 40. <laughs> um, I I want to talk to you about racism today, of all things. Oh. And I, it's not really, a, well, hmm. probably a weird setup, but but go with me here. Because okay. there's just some things, over the last week, I've been hit with a couple of different things that like seem so outrageous to me that like mm-hmm. this used to be a thing. Um, and it started actually with pride. Um, yeah. you know, every day Jess and I take a second on the radio show to like have a, a moment in pride history uh-huh. where we just kind of talk about like today and, you know, LGBTQ plus stuff that happens. Uh-huh. And like, it's just kind of crazy to me. It's like people that were, you know, persecuted and people that were, you know, fired or how it was illegal to be gay, how like the, mm-hmm. the gay magazine was seen as obscene and like, it's just, it's crazy. This it puts it in perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last night I went to go see Hairspray the musical. Yeah. And by the way, I'd never seen Hairspray before. I I know that like that's cool. a, a classic. I feel like probably most of you have seen the movie Hairspray at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I walked in not, really having an idea of, I, th- I think I've probably seen a little bit of something before. I don't remember if it was the original. Cause I, at least I, I could like visualize it, but I didn't, I had no idea really what the plot was about or anything, but it's based, it's based in Baltimore in like 1960s. Right. Mm-hmm. And so by the way, like you would have thought you were at like a Beatles concert or something last night. Cause these <laughs> Baltimoreans love nothing more than Baltimore. So like, <laughs> Anytime there was like a Baltimore reference, like you would, you would have th- thought that like, you know how like when you go to rock concerts <laughs> oh, and like 
the artist is like, what's going on, Chicago? And everyone's like, ha, ha. Anytime there's any type of Baltimore reference, uh-huh. it, it, it was like, it went wild. It went wild. It was just, oh, gosh. it was crazy. Uh, but the, the premise, in case you have never seen Hairspray, and to be fair, I left an intermission because I was really tired last night. So uh-huh. um, I only saw, I'm, I'm assuming what happened in the second part, but tell me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> I, it's basically about segregation and how back in the sixties, there was this girl. Uh, well, they, they were, there's this really popular TV show and they uh, like all the kids watched it, but it was like all these like perfectly skinny white kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Oh my God, I really wish I could be on there. Like her mom was like, Oh, you can't, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to be able to be on that. Like that's for like those kids. And like she was, um, she was heavier set, you know? So Mm -hmm. their mom was like, you can't, you can't be on that. And then it's, they're talking about having Negro day where like once a week or once a month, they would let, let the, the black kids, come in and be on the um, be on the show and then mm-hmm. basically and I left listen I left it in intermission but I'm assuming there's there's probably some integration there towards the end right mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch the movie this weekend because I, I am kind of curious mm-hmm. how it uh, how it ends yeah um, I it, like moments like that blow my mind mm-hmm. because it's so wild like like obscenely offensive yes. Like even just using the word Negro makes uh-huh. me feel so uncomfortable that like there was a certain class of humans. It was like mm-hmm. the white people and then there was Negro people. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Right. And our colors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was like, and like that was just okay. Like, oh yeah, they should only have one day. And that, and that by the way, mm-hmm. was like a big win in the musical, right? Like they had yeah. one day and like, they were like, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, and then of course there was like the white families that were like, oh, well, you know, just it's it's somewhat mm. a little reminiscent of today, but mm. whatever. Not here, mm-hmm. not here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, mom, you were born in what year? I don't know. Sadly, not a lot changes, does it? Nineteen fifty-two. Fifty-two. So this was set in nineteen sixty-two. So you would have been ten. Uh huh. Um, what was like? What was that like? Like, what was segregation like back in the day? Because that just blows my mind. Like, I mean, what? it was just it was just the norm, you know. Did it feel weird to you? Like, did like and, and you don't have to say you don't have to be this, you know? Oh yeah, like crusader over here. I'm oh, just genuinely no. curious. Like, did you feel like, oh my god, this feels awful? Yeah, I think I did. I think I did. I don't think I felt good about it. And, you know, at that time, um, my parents had a a poultry market in Weston, Atlanta, and almost all the customers were black, and they were wonderful. And, you know, my parents were very fond of their customers, obviously. So for me, it was a little surreal because what I was seeing at home was very different than what I was mm. seeing in the world, right? But like, Even did you though guys... there were no black kids in my school, of course. Yeah. You know, we lived in an all-white community. Um, like, did, did that feel weird to you, though? Like, Yeah, but, you know, I didn't think a whole lot about it. Because it's, just how, it's just, just how things were, it's right? It's just the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not until and, like, I you got didn't, older. You didn't really question it, like... Uh, why are there no uh-uh. black kids in my school? You're just like, there's no black. I go, I go to a white school. Right. So that's just exactly. how it is. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did you do you remember the like TV back in the day and like were there such things as like I don't I don't really know how realistic it was to say like it was Negro oh. Day so we're gonna have oh no it was all white people on TV yeah you know in the they beginning. were not. I mean I, I think I've told this story before I can remember the first time there was a black newscaster on the news and it was a big deal it was during the summer and you know we were at Mississippi um, at my grandfather's house and oh, Lord. I mean it was a big deal we were all sitting around the TV like wow. <laughs> This is wild. Doesn't that seems so wild. Doesn't this that seem so wild. crazy? You know, there's a black person on TV. Yeah. You know? I just think it's going to be wild so because I just think about strange. this. And I think like when I'm your age and like my my non-existent oh. grandkids are going to be like, um, <laughs> were you or, or my, my, not even my grandkids, my non-existent kids will be oh, like, why? isn't it weird that like gay people didn't used to be married? Yeah. Like couldn't get married? Exactly. I'd be like, it, it was weird, honestly. It was yeah. kind of bizarre. You know, yeah. it was kind of strange that like that was like a time period. That's like all I could really think about was like this seems so archaic and uh-huh. barbaric, uh-huh. but like it wasn't that long ago. And no. I guarantee you in another no. 50, 60 years from now, we're going to look back on something no. else and be like, can you believe that's like how we treated people and thought that that was like, okay. And like that was just normalized. I mean, and sadly in a lot of communities, it's still that way. I know. I know. You know it's just yep. amazing to me, but. But it's truth. I mean, yep. it's the, just the truth. It's so sad. But that I'm assuming today. I'm assuming that, that they became integrated, but uh, I have yeah, not seen know, the end of the movie. I, I'm really hoping yeah. that they, they, I'm really hoping it didn't have a sad ending or something where they're like, yeah. well, sorry, the, uh, the black kids still can only come on Negro Day. And that's the end you of the music. Well, I honestly can't remember. I thought I saw that, but I'm not no sure spoilers. That, that I did now. So it doesn't matter, but I'll watch it too. No See if spoilers. I remember it or not. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. We got some heavy news that like I don't I don't really want to cover today, but I mean I never want to cover really heavy news, but this is what we do, right? It's live, laugh, love your mom. So like sometimes life's not so fun and we gotta talk about it. Yeah. Um we have like three really heavy situations that are happening with uh podcast fam. Uh, in our family and in like the podcast fam, that I just want to bring up today because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in sending love and vibes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that like anyone listening, if you got a little extra good vibes in you today, I'm sure that they could be used. Mm-hmm. Mom, we'll start with our immediate family. Um, what's mm-hmm. what's some some heavy news coming out of our family? Yeah, so I got a call this morning that um, our son-in-law uh, aunt, who's married to. Our son Brian, his dad died last night mm-hmm. of a heart attack, and yeah. he had had you know two heart surgeries, so they knew he had heart problems. But I don't think they expected him to die suddenly. Yeah, I don't really know the details. So yeah, I'm very sad about that. I'm mostly sad about it because Aunt's in New York on business right now. Of course, he and Brian live in Atlanta. Yeah, and his dad and his sister and her her little boy live in Zambia. Yeah, so you know, aunt's having to go That's South Africa, by the from, way. Yeah, having to go from New York there, you know, and who knows what will happen once it gets there? I don't know yeah. how long he'll be away or any of that. So I'm very, I'm this very, very sad, sad for him because you know he can't see his dad a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. Because of the distance. So, yeah, anyway, my heart aches for him. So sad. 
Um, let, so there's that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got a text today from Bcat, who is a listener of our podcast and has been. Been uh, gosh, she's been with me for a long since since nine three since channel nine three three days. Um, you know, always been a big supporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she texted me this at um, two twenty today. She said, "My mom passed away yesterday after Aww. suffering from dementia for many years. She was seventy five. Can you send me some warm and comforting thoughts? I am mm. utterly devastated." <laughs> yeah, of yes. course we can, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to lose a parent, but like, it's mm-hmm. just, I'm just dreading the day. My mom literally, I don't know where my mom's like, well, you know, I might not wake up tomorrow. I'm like, mom, can we just not today? Can mm-hmm. we not? Like, I know, I, mean, I, I know, know, but it's times like this that it just reminds me how important it is to live every day. Yeah. You know, no, you're right. And honestly, that's one of the reasons that I, always, always, always end every single conversation with y'all with, you know, love you forever or I love you. Because mm-hmm. if something happens to me, I want you to remember those were my last words. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, while that's a beautiful, peaceful way to die, if he in fact did indeed die in his sleep, it's still so hard for the survivors yeah. Because it's such a shock. It's just if you're, such a shock. If you're new to the podcast, my mom lost her mom when she was young. You were how old mom, teenager? What was it? Yeah, I was seventeen and seventeen. She was forty seven and but she had been sick mm-hmm. for, you know, a year and a half. Right. So, so it wasn't her, a huge shock, but her death nonetheless. Wasn't unexpected. Yeah. But nonetheless it's hard. But yeah, yeah, with my dad, my dad's was totally unexpected and he died. How old were you when he and he died? Let's see. I was 33. Well, I, I don't remember if I met him or not. Did I meet him? No. Mm-mm. It was well, shortly I, before Brian I passed was, away, right? Yeah, Brian was three, and you were born, you know, like a year later. Yeah. Um, but no. No, he's a great guy. But, you know, I'm so thankful because my dad was diagnosed with lung, can- lung cancer and never had any treatment. He refused to go back to the doctor and... He lived for eight years without any problems that we knew about. I mean, he seemed perfectly healthy. And he died working with a friend at his house for dinner. Mm. So, you know, I mean, the same thing with my brother. You know, my brother died um, from a heart attack as well. And unfortunately, he was driving his truck, but no one was hurt. Right. No one was hurt. So... Well, anybody, I mean, obviously these, these two examples are, are tough and you know, this is just a a little segment to send love to lots of people. Anybody that can Mm -hmm. use a little extra love today. We love you. So sorry for anything heavy you're going through. It's um, not fun. It's not fun. That's what we do. Listen, this podcast isn't always going to be fun. Every single segment of every day, you know, it's just real life. Mm -hmm. It's real. Yeah. All right, mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Michael J. Fox. My happiness grows in direct proportion to my acceptance and in inverse proportion to my expectations. Mm. And, you know, for Michael J. Fox, I mean, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease basically in the, you know, peak of his career. Um, And he's had such a terrific attitude about accepting 
you know, his illness. Right. And learning to deal with it and to not have shame about talking about it. Just like, you know, Christopher Reeves. Uh, was it Reeves or Reeves? Reeves. Uh, I'm not sure it was an S or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. it's, yeah, I think that like, especially that I actually, when I was came home last night from the musical, I was flipping through Instagram before I fell asleep and I found this reel. Let me see. This will play. This is obviously very janky. Most podcasts would have already had this prepped and ready to go, but I'm just going to play it from my phone because but then people plan. Most people yeah. plan, not us. That's just how we do. I think happiness is about letting go of what you thought your life was supposed to be and just embracing where you are now. Mm-hmm. Same sentiment, right? Yeah. Same sentiment. And I can only exactly. imagine if you have some type of chronic illness, how mm-hmm. challenging that must be, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for – I mean, I don't know if it's hard for – I don't know. I don't. I only have my own perspective. You know what I mean? I only mm-hmm. have my own perspective. That's all I got. So – but for me, it's, it, it is – and that's really one of my biggest struggles right now is, is giving up like what I thought my life was going to look like at 39. Yeah. And where I was going to be and what I was going to be doing and kind of like my trajectory even, yeah. you know, like – I, by now, I assumed I'd be a huge nationally syndicated radio host, you know, with right. married, with uh, a happy marriage, kids, get a house and like, uh-huh. you know, I'm the over American here just to, dream, right? Yeah. I'm over here mm-hmm. arguing over pennies in a contract. It's just like, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just, this contract is really weird for me. I feel like this is like a, because, you know, I'm, I'm on this pursuit of happiness right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. really, what's going to make me happy? Mm-hmm. And what's so funny is, like, as I'm over here arguing money, I'm like, no, we're not even arguing. We're just, you know, it's in the negotiation phase mm-hmm. of my radio contract. But I'm like, is is this going to bring me more happiness? <laughs> like, yeah. is a thousand mm-hmm. more dollars going to make me exponentially happier? Mm-hmm. Or is it just going to get so. me more sucked into the nonsense that I've kind of created here, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. It's, you've it's, just got to accept, accept where you are and decide yeah. if that's where you want to be. Yeah. And if you I don't, don't know, man, I feel like move on. I just, I feel like this summer is going to be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's going to be, re- I don't know why I'm just getting this feeling of like, this summer is going to be really really interesting mm. and i don't even know what that means yet i'm not sure mm-hmm. i'm not sure i don't mm-hmm. know but just remember just this day some somebody write this down the 16th i'll put June. it on my calendar okay <laughs> put it in your calendar <laughs> so next year we can come back and see if it was uh i don't know there's just mm-hmm. it just you know when you feel like your life is just about to take a weird turn mm-hmm. um i feel like i'm at the cusp of that and i'm not comfortable with it mm-hmm. i'm not comfortable with it i'm not um i'm nervous Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not, I don't, I'm not thinking I'm about to like nosedive or anything. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, but I just mm-hmm. feel like this is a, uh, there's a, change there's, is there's coming. change is coming. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't even predict it as of right now. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's the thing. Happiness. What are you, you know, do, is it time for you to give up on the idea or how about this? Maybe not give up, but, but at least note Except- that like that, that idea you had mm-hmm. is what's causing you unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even just observation mm-hmm. um, is uh, is half the battle, you know? So cozy earth sheets will make you happy. Oh boy. <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, they make me, if, if I talk about like five things in my life that make me happy, like a good night's sleep for sure. When I can uh-huh. get a good night's sleep, man, uh-huh. there is nothing better than a good night's sleep for me. Yeah. I think and if your sheets are like, with that. yeah, if your sheets are like, they're hot. If they're, you know, especially as it's getting hot in the summer. Mom, what did you say the heat index was in Georgia today? So hot. It's 108. Lord have mercy. It's terrible. Um, you may not be sleeping as well during the summer because it's getting too hot. That's like, let me introduce you to Cozy Earth Sheets, which we are a big supporter of on this show because they literally are the world's softest sheets. Um, they, I will stand by that. It's not just me that stands by it. My mom stands by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Oprah Winfrey also stands by it because she's put them on her favorite things list now for four years in a row. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you actually a funny story about these sheets. Well, I'll get to it in a second. Um, they're made from bamboo and like you may have tried bamboo sheets before. I had some in the past. They were okay. They were okay. Uh, I wasn't like wildly impressed with them, but this though, like whatever they do differently with these, cause you know, I'm, a, I'm like a sheet snob. Like I'm a sheet oh, snob. Yeah. You know? So it's uh, with their bedding. They also make loungewear and the same stuff. It's 50% less humid than cotton. So it breathes. So you can actually get better sleep. Right? So two things. Number one, you get a 40% discount by listening to this podcast. And like, if you're wondering if that's a good discount, let me put this in perspective for you. They just, because like I'm on their um, their mailing list as well. So I just got an, uh, a letter from them or whatever. What do we call that? A little catalog today from them. And they're having a quote unquote summer sale right now. Mm-hmm. Only some of their products go up to a 35% discount. Some, like just a couple. Mm-hmm. I don't think the sheets are part of it. So just know that like you're like, well, is this, is this really the you know the best time to buy sheets or whatever? Like, can I find a better discount? No, no, you can't. It's 40% off your sheets or loungewear from CozyEarth.com. Go treat yourself. And Father's Day, don't forget. I mean, I feel like well, it's probably too late for you to get them here in two days, but <laughs> I think you could easily um, say, I, an IOU, here's a, here's a shipping confirmation. Oh, I think they'd be happy sheets. to receive those anytime. It's 40% off, plus you get a 10-year warranty on these sheets. So do that Do that math when, you, when you're figuring out how much these sheets are going to cost you. Take that price minus 40%. Divided by 10, that's how much you're going to pay per year to sleep on the world's most comfortable sheets, right? CozyEarth.com. Your promo code for this is Kramer40. Kramer40. Check it out. Like, do yourself a favor. Check it out. I really do love Cozy Earth Sheets. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by AG1. I will warn you, it does give you energy. Um, <laughs> it does. Be careful when you use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like it's, It is something that you should take. And they, they say, by the way, you should take it first thing in the morning. That's like mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. Right. AG1 is like this awesome powder that you add to water. And it's got 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day off right. Um, Mom, you and I were kind of going into it for different reasons. I was, was having some digestive issues. Right. If you will. Yes. And uh, those have ceased. Yeah. Since I have started with AG1. And we actually have a couple people um, that listen to this podcast that said the same thing. They had actually already started using AG1 or I guess the Athletic Greens and had the same response um, mm-hmm. un- unprovoked. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you, mom, though, you, you, uh, you noticed something different with yours, which mm-hmm. is? Yeah, which is more energy and better sleep. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, you said mix it with water, but I put it in my protein shake every day you know, that I have around 10 a.m. And it's just, it's really delicious in there. All right. Um, you do so, you. Yeah. 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 Do what you exactly. want. Yeah. Um, it's AG1. It's awesome. It's, uh, we can talk all kind of good things about this. Less than one gram of sugar. So it's not going to be all 
you know, sugary, obviously. <laughs> um, well, sugar is not good for you. It's cheaper than getting all of your different supplements, you know, from all over the place, obviously. And it's got uh, 7,000 five-star reviews from professional athletes, um, leading experts, podcasters, you know, people like that. Yeah, it's interesting uh-huh. to go and to go and read the reviews too of all we the should. great of all the great things that it's done for so many people, so many different things. You should mm-hmm. um, always do your research. Don't don't trust these two knuckleheads in the podcast. <laughs> always do your research, but uh, that's mm-hmm. our experience. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year uh, supply, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is go to Athletic Greens. Dot com Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Sorry, it's athleticgreens.com, but you got to do slash Kramer at the end. Athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Um, and you can take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, we're going to do Ask My Mom in a second. First, certified fans. Hello. How are you? Uh, this yeah, is the 16th day of the month, and we've had zero new certified fans this month. Oh. This is like where I get a little panicked. Um, Half the month is over. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, – but we, we do have – I don't want that to discount from the hundreds of people that do support our podcast. Oh, awesome. No, not Thank at all. you. Really so appreciate you. Um. Yeah, so we have um, – um, uh, these people get all kind of – it's just supporting our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $6 a month, mm-hmm. and you get a bunch of bonus perks by doing it. One thing that I know that's really special that we do that I don't think a lot of podcasts do this is when you join, we dedicate the show to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we don't have anybody new, we go back and we th- thank someone that's been here. We spin what we call our Wheel of Certified Fans, and uh, that – is uh, today going to be 253 is going to be our certified fan of the day. So okay. today's episode is dedicated to um, 253 is Nayeli L. Nayeli L. I know Nayeli. She's from Arizona. She's been around oh. for a minute now. Oh. Nayeli, how are you? Um, Nayeli has yes, been around since the, the Camel 1079 days. You're going to have to spell was, her name for me. N a y e l i, N a y e l i. Yeah, she's been. I've known her since uh, since I worked in Phoenix, and um, wow. yeah, so that's been a, that's been a minute now. That was almost almost ten years ago. I started there. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, um, that is good. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Nelly, you're the best. Really appreciate you sticking around for this long, almost a decade now. And uh, mm. for you, this is your bonus whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. Whoop whoop to Nayeli. What a beautiful yep. name. And I'm so grateful if, for you. If you want to be a, a certified fan to help support your podcast, then text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer 8. And like I said, it takes a village. So, you know, it's, I, I don't want to say that like $6 a month isn't a lot of money, uh, but. When we collectively put it together, we can keep producing this podcast. So mm-hmm. just thank you. Just know that like your your five or six dollars a month um, does go. It goes a long way. So thank you. All right, we are going to do ask my mom. This is an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Where if you have a dilemma, we just invite you to go to our website and submit your story. You can be anonymous if you want to. Um, and, well, actually, just I always just leave your name off because I don't know if you want me to say your name or not. So, mm-hmm. um, but you can submit it at certifiedmamasboy.com. And we'd love to uh, have my mom 
uh, give you some motherly advice. She's been a mom now for 42 years, so she's got some for you. And then we, as the podcast fam, hop in and try to give you a little uh, a little encouragement from our point of view, too. So, yeah. mom, what's happening today? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I'm hoping you can settle a huge argument with my boyfriend. We're not engaged yet. We have talked about it, but there is a problem, and he knows it. My parents are old-fashioned, especially my dad. He's a good dad, and he likes my boyfriend, but he is going to expect him to ask for permission to marry me. He will get permission, but there's going to be a problem if he isn't asked. My boyfriend says there's no way he's going to do it. He says it's insulting and disrespectful to him and to me, and he hates the whole thought of doing it. (laughs) I told him it's not to get actual permission. It's just the protocol that my dad will expect. I told him just do it and this is not an issue. But don't do it and there will be hell to pay. I think my dad will never forgive him, but he won't do it. And I'm thinking if he won't do this one little thing that is really not a big deal, I may not want to marry this man. Why would he be so stubborn? Sometimes you have to suck it up and do what it takes to move on. Is this going to be an issue down the line if he won't do this for me? By the way, I love your podcast. Love you forever. That's Thank nice. You. Thank you. We love you forever. It's very nice. Um, wow. I know. You know, I mean, that is an old tradition. Um, I bet this this girl's from the South. I'd be willing to bet. Um but that's neither here nor there. And I think that parents, you know, and people in that generation, I mean, they do expect that. And it's a big deal if it doesn't happen. So I don't know about, I would don't know if I would break up with him because of it, but I would certainly keep trying to help him understand that this is just, you know, it, exactly what you said. You presented it very well. And it's not an actual permission that he's granting for his daughter to be married. Um, it's just part of the protocol and this part of the tradition. I don't know if you're having a traditional wedding where your dad gives you away or what that will look like. But, you know, I do think at times you just have to go along. And to me, it wouldn't be a big deal. And I think you should just go along with it. But I don't know if I'd break up with him because of it, but I don't know. It's a problem. Yeah, you know, I, I have a hard time with it because I do think it's y'all know me, I'm not a very traditional. I did it. I can you know, I went over and because because again, I was like, Oh yeah, this is just what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm just so so much out of the like this is just what you do phase of life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't think I'd do it again though. Like I, I don't, if I don't know. Lot, it feels, if it meant a lot to your partner and you loved her dad and you loved her family, you wouldn't do it just for him. I mean, yeah, yeah. If it meant a lot to her, I guess I would. Yeah. But do I think it's completely archaic? Yes. Like well, what? What, are, what are we doing? Her. Are are we trading a cow for a you know? Um, <laughs> you know, like like I'll give you my dowry. So, like, I, I don't know. It just feels. <laughs> It feels weird. Um, I know it does, but you're not. But it is just a tradition. It's not like you're really asking permission for him to give give her away. Um, yeah, you know. But my father, I mean, he told me he would never give me away to any man. 
And my <laughs> brother had to give me away at my wedding. Uh-uh. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't oh, think yeah. I knew this story. Oh, yeah. He uh-uh. he was having no parts of that. Mm-mm. Wow. I mean, Jim, Jim did ask him. And he said, yes, I would love for you to marry my daughter, but I'm not, mm-mm. I'm not giving her away to you at the wedding. So my brother um, did. I mean, yeah, I, I think that like he, I think he's going to have to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to have to do this because it's just kind of, uh, uh, I mean, it's definitely old school. Yeah. I, that's what but, I'm saying. Like, I, I get it. It's just, it's, it's just a struggle. generation, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know, but that's but it doesn't feel gross if he doesn't want to do it, you know. Like that's the part where I'm like, he doesn't want to do it, and like I understand why, like because I feel the same way. It just kind of feels, I don't know, it just feels so weird, mm-hmm. especially at my age. I'm damn forty years old, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hello, sir, I'm here to. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what the relationship. Give your daughter a better life, like what? No, <laughs> no. I, you know, we never, we never have enough information about all this, but here's. Here's another thought. I mean, perhaps, you know, she could sit down with her dad and just say, look, you know, he loves me. I love him. We're going to get in, you know, but he really, he really has a hard time because he feels like he's actually asking you to give me to him and Mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have to ask anyone to give me to him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, can you understand how he feels about it? I mean, maybe she could do that. I mean, I, I certainly understood how my dad felt about it, but I don't, I mean, I really don't recommend that. I wish my dad had given me away at my wedding, but yeah. You know, well, was, I mean, what do you think? If, if he says no, is that a red flag for down the road? You know, mm-hmm. anybody's, anybody's partner say I'm not doing it. Like I, they just refuse to do it. And like, does that, mm-hmm. does that bother you too? Or any um, other things that may be significant in your family? That they just won't go along with. Was that a red yeah. flag for you? And did it turn out to be bad news? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Know? Right. Um. Okay. Well, call us up eight 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 Kramer eight. Like, was your partner? Did did he did he go through? He. I mean, I'm assuming it's he. I don't know. Did they go d- go through with it? Um. Because John Maggie's husband came to y'all. He surely did. Like, did you, did you, did that mean so anything to you? Cute. It was so cute. I mean, you know, Joel, um, John is an old fashioned Southern boy that was raised in Augusta, Georgia. And there was no question in our mind that he would be here asking if he could marry Maggie because his mother would have shot him otherwise yeah. had he not done it. And he was adorable. I mean, he sat there and chatted for an hour and we knew why he was coming because how often does, you know, Maggie's boyfriend call and ask to visit with you without her. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And so finally Jim said, well, I'm assuming that you came here with something on your mind (laughs) after about an hour. Yeah. (laughs) 
So it's and awkward. It's an awkward so conversation. Sweet. I just yeah, don't know. I don't know, so I don't know how sweet. many people do. I think I don't know. If you live outside of Georgia, I don't know if people still do it though. I don't, you know, we obviously, I don't know where you're from. So yeah. Uh, 888 Kramer 8. Hop on the phone. Let's talk about it. All right, mom. That's going to do it for you today. Love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Let's uh, check off their checklist here. Number one, have you done something good for your physical health today? You get outside. Well, it could be super early. If it's like 5 a.m., don't do that. <laughs> uh, hopefully you will at some point today. Have you done something good for your spiritual health? Hopefully you'll do that today. How about your mental health? What have you done? Do you have a mental health thing that you do on a daily basis? I'm going to do gratitude journals. I know uh, I I'm a big fan of therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly my favorite time. I always joke. Cause I say it's like my, uh, it's an hour to talk about just me. <laughs> um, but if you're listening, if you've got any kind of issues that going on in your life, like you put a lot of work into your family, you put a lot of work into your professional life. What about like your mental health? BetterHelp offers uh, – this podcast, by the way, is sponsored by BetterHelp, and they offer video, phone, and even live chat sessions with their therapist, so you don't even have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It is more affordable than in-person therapy, which is cool. I mean, to me, it's just the ease of it makes it so great. Uh, and you can get matched with a the therapist in under 48 hours, so you guys can, boom, start rolling this thing out. Actually, I just recommended it to a friend, and she uh, she was thrilled. She was on a different kind, or she had a bad experience with a different online therapy um, group. And I was like, listen, I've, I've really enjoyed BetterHelp. She tried it. She loved it. She found a, found a great therapist for her. So after her first session, she's feeling really good. Uh, 10% off your first month, by the way, by being a listener to this podcast. Just go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you hear me typing during Ask My Mom, I didn't mean to be checked out during that. I totally effed up something for the radio show. We, um... Uh there's just so much coordination I'm sure you can imagine not just for the radio show but for this podcast trying to like get guests lined up and I didn't book a guest and I, uh. so tomorrow's show is going to be interesting alright <laughs> um, I love you I do thank you so much for being a part of our uh, our show and uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow with a Jimmy Jimmy Mack it's going to be a Father's Day show so we'll get him on tomorrow alright love you Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.